This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the Fifth Quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. What a fantastic Labor Day classic at Tim Hortons Fields tonight. It is a true classic when you have one team rallying from a 30 to 17 halftime deficit and a scoreline of 49 36 holy smoke it's been one of those nights at the donut box the tie cats trailing 30 to 17 at the half are going to win this ball game 49 36 whew we're going to Bust open the phone lines here in a couple of minutes. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cellular device. You can email me your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game. You can do so by emailing rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter at am900chml at Rick Samprin. Just under 40 seconds to go in Hamilton. And it was a game certainly even before halftime, that many Ticats fans were thinking, man, this one's going to get away from us. We're going to lose to the Argos. The season series is going to be tied. We'll have to go to T.O. with that season series clinching game at BMO Fields. Well, hold the fort because the Ticats had a wonderful third quarter and probably even better fourth quarter especially defensively and have taken the two points away from toronto tonight big story of the first half turnovers ticats committing four turnovers in the first half and not only that toronto scoring 24 points off those four turnovers second half started and it was the argos who started to turn the ball over and the Ticats made them pay. Ten points off turnovers for Hamilton tonight, and, well, that's pretty much your scoreline, 49-36. You take those turnovers away for Hamilton, and this could have been, should have been, a big-time blowout. We have to give Toronto some credit for scoring points off those turnovers, but, man, oh, man, if the Cats played a clean game tonight... That could have been a horrendous, horrendous scoreline. Final score now from Tim Hortons Field, 49-36. Whew. Let's open up these phone lines, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin on Twitter. You can email rick at 900chml.com. So as you make your way to your phone, as you make your way to your computer to send me a note, or you make your way to your car heading out of the stadium, let's run down the scoring summary here tonight. And (laughs) there is a lot, a lot, a ton to talk about scoring-wise. These two teams just went at each other back and forth. Started about four minutes into the ballgame when Jeremiah Masoli Ran in for a two-yard touchdown and a 7-0 Ticats lead. An impressive nine-play drive to open the ballgame. 
74 yards, and the Cats were off to the races. But Toronto really put the pedal to the metal thanks to a heap of turnovers. Hiralahu, with a 42-yard field goal, made it 7-3 for the Cats, and Toronto took their first lead of the ballgame with just over three minutes to play in the first period when Thomas Gordon made a great play. He sacked Zach Kaleros, who was running on a naked bootleg. He forced the fumble. The ball bounced around, touched a couple of other guys, but lo and behold, it ended up in Gordon's hands, who ran it 57 yards for an Argos touchdown and a 10-7 Toronto lead. Just before the first quarter ended, Matt Black intercepted Zach Caleros, and the Argos capitalized again on a Liram Hiralahu 30-yard field goal. It's 13-7 early on in the second period. Chad Owens fumbles the football at the Hamilton 23. Ricky Ray to Tory Gurley, a beautiful touchdown toss. It's 20-7 midway through the second quarter, and we're thinking, what in the world is going on? Well, it doesn't end there because Brian Jones of the Argos blocks a Maher punt. Toronto gets the ball on the Hamilton 30. A few plays later, it's Ray to Brandon Whitaker for a six-yard touchdown, 27-7 for the Argos. Got the sense that the Ticats said, all right, enough of this. Zach Caleros throwing his first of four touchdowns in the ballgame. This one to Brandon Banks who dove across the goal line for a three-yard TD, 27-14 Argos lead. And that touchdown came after a great 53-yard run by C.J. Gable, the longest of his career, by the way. And Gable had a great night tonight. We'll talk about him, I'm sure. That was a four-play drive, 79 yards, buck 26 off the clock, and the Cats were back in business. Now, the Argos did get three points back on a Haralahu 38-yard field goal, his third of the night. It's 30-14, to and with no time left in the first half, Brett Maher connects on a 31-yard field goal, 30-17 to at the half, and a few smattering of boos at uh, Tim Hortons Field, which, by the way, had a record crowd tonight of 24,512. Third quarter begins. Caleros finds Terrence Tolliver on a two-yard score. It's 30-24 to for the Boatman. Ricky Ray and Tory Gurley hook up again about five minutes later on a 27-yard strike. Great catch along the sideline by Gurley in the end zone. Two-point convert fails, so the Argos are up 36-24. Caleros is at it again. He throws a 39-yard dart to a wide-open Luke Tasker. It's 36-31 for Toronto. Argos are driving, and this is maybe the turning point of the ball game. There were a few we could probably talk about, but Courtney Steven intercepts Ray in the Hamilton end zone, thanks in large part to a QB pressure by Adrian Tracy. That drive is snuffed out. A couple of series later, the Ticats take the lead. Their first lead since 10.55 left to play in the first quarter, Caleros, his fourth touchdown of the game, 14th of the season. This one, a 10-yard TD strike to Chad Owens. Hamilton goes up 39-36 when Caleros hits Fantuz for the two-point convert. And then Emmanuel Davis with the exclamation point on this ballgame. A 55-yard interception return for a touchdown. Ticats up 46-36. And after a turnover on downs by the Argos, Brett Maher 
ends the scoring summary with a 39-yard field goal, his second trifecta of the game. Final score, Hamilton 49, Toronto 36. Wow, wow, wow. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin on Twitter. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Let's get your player of the game, your thoughts on tonight's game. Let's talk about the rematch coming up this Sunday in Toronto. Tons of things to talk about tonight. Is this potentially the best Labor Day game ever? Where would you rank it? You can toss that around, too. Let's start with Frank. Frank, good evening. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great now. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was dicey there in the oh, first half. Man, the first half, I'm like, not again. They, get, they, just, they just feed the other team. It's like, if we take away, like I think you said it, you take away those interceptions, you, t- you know, even two of them, take away the shadow and fumble, this game isn't even close. Yeah. It's just, we can't keep doing that because you... Toronto is not a very good team, and we all know that. And although their offense looked quite, you know, good tonight after a five-day rest or mm-hmm, four-day mm-hmm. rest, but uh, it, it, I was impressed that the the second half that they regrouped and they stood tall, and I'm very happy about it. Who's your player of the game, Frank? I'd have to say uh, C.J. Gable with Colaris a close second. Okay, yeah, Gable was strong tonight. Oh, Easily his player. best game, his best game in a long time. Yeah. I don't care. I'm running through you. <laughs> yeah, 12 carries, 135 yards. Yeah. He had three catches for another 28. I mean, what more can he ask for from yeah. your starting running back? Finally, eh? Yeah, and that's – I said that. I've called you. I have missed you, missed you a couple of games. I haven't called in. But uh, I've said that to you before. you got to get this running game going. I mean, it, it, it opens things up. It's just, you know, they, they, they know you're going to pass every pass, every down. They're, they're all over that. Any team's going to be all over that. And I, and I think tonight with the run game, and I'm glad they, they stuck with it, is – not only because C.J. Gable was gaining positive yards, but even when they were down 10-7, 17-7, they, they were still giving the ball to Gable to keep Toronto's defense guessing. So, I mean, that was that was huge, and we've been yeah. calling for that for a long, long time. Yeah, well, they they also mentioned that on the on the TV that uh, I think they're, they're, they know they, they've only had four days to prepare for that game, and they're just trying to wear them down, like it, but... Gable didn't matter. I mean, I think he would have got this yardage against any team, but, you know, the way he was playing, he didn't care. He was just like, I'm on fire. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I hear loved it, it and uh, it's a great Labor Day. Hey, Frank, where would you rank this in uh, in Labor Days from years gone by? Ah, oh, jeez. One of the best? Uh, I wouldn't think so the way we started, but the comeback maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, it, like, even though I think it was a couple of years ago that Toronto, or two or three years ago, Toronto on the last play of the game won the game. Even though we lost, I thought it was an excellent game. Right. I mean, it was a lot closer. It was a lot low score, a little lower in scoring. But, uh, no, I've seen a lot of them. But, uh, no, I wouldn't rank it up there at all. Okay. Like, we, we, we seem to do this every every second week. We're <laughs> down by 21 to 3 at halftime. It's like you can't keep doing this. Oh, it's crazy. If you play, when you start playing the good teams, you know, the Calgary's and the, you know, you know, again, and you know, you can't because you're not going to catch up against these guys. Yeah, it's hard on the ticker too. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, Frank. Enjoy right, the rest of your Labor Day weekend. You too. All right, you too. Bye. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your smartphone. Quick stat uh, from Zach Caleros: twenty eight of thirty five, three hundred fifty nine yards passing tonight, four touchdowns, one 
interception. Ricky Ray, eh, he was pretty darn good too. 31 of 41, 386 yards. He had three TDs, uh, two interceptions though. Ray was getting pummeled toward the end of the game. You can really tell that he's not a 25-year-old quarterback any longer, uh, but still had uh, a strong three quarters to play, no doubt about that. At Rick Samprin, at AM 900 CHML, if you want to send a note on Twitter, Juanita has, uh, at Rick Samprin, you just have to believe a game is four quarters and a true fan knows that. Uh, Z and all the amazing, uh, and all are amazing, and can do it every time. Z, of course, uh, referring to Zach Caleros. I'm assuming. Probably not talking about me. And I guess I should say Zed, but I was connecting it to Zach Caleros, and he would say Z because, of course, he's American. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone to get in on the fun here on the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Darcy's on the line. Darcy, good evening. Holy Mackinac, what a game, Rick. Oh, yeah, Oski Wee Wee, man alive. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I have to say after review, we win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking to CFL officials there. Every play that's reviewed, I'm just... When uh, Sermon's there on the girly one, like, it's like... Oh, uh, man. There was a few like, tonight. Can get, cut this crap out of the game, seriously. Oh, it's 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 mind-boggling. Yeah, it's like, uh, you're just like... Anyway, uh, I got a little bit of a saying. I don't know if we... I'd make a sign man like the sign man in the flat Philadelphia used to do. I'd say, Gable to the stable. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't get to the end zone tonight, but uh, certainly yeah, he was but, a force. He was a rock tonight. Uh, it's great to see uh, that running game. And you can really utilize that against the Argos because they run a three. Stubler runs a three-man front basically the whole game, so you, uh, they just um, goat you into the run. So uh, I think we could do that next week too. Well, yeah, I mean the the rematch is Sunday. I mean the Argos play what last Wednesday it was, then they play again on Labor Day, and now they have to turn around and play Sunday again after this Ticats defense beat them up in the second half. Yeah, uh, I'm going to that game, and I think uh, nice. Judging by the BMO field, uh, I think it's going to be a sea of yellow because uh, they don't support their team, and uh, we'll head down there to down the road, and uh, we'll, we'll fill that stadium up. Funny you mention that because there was a couple of us in uh, the press box tonight um, looking at the crowd, and again, a record crowd tonight at Tim Hortons Field of 24,512, and I was looking for a, a smattering of blue. I didn't see many at all unless they were wearing white. Yeah, I... Toronto, Toronto uh, football is a whole different, uh, whole different story. That that city is uh, bizarre. If that BMO field doesn't work, then nothing's going to work there. I, I I don't really care. But uh, Hamilton is always, you know, we have a solid rock, solid foundation here. Uh, we support our team through, through thick and thin. Yeah, and it, you know, it's got me a little worried about you know the Argos' future. And I know we've been tossing that around for several years now. And this is not just a new phenomenon. Um, if if that new stadium doesn't work, or if they don't get the scheduling figured out, or whatever the issue is, yeah, um, I'm fearful what what would happen. Yeah, well, that's that's the uh, the last hurrah for them. Like they got, uh, I don't know what, what much you could do for their situation. But uh, with regards to turnovers tonight, um, yeah, man, alive. Holy man, a lot of turnovers, and uh, finally we got some. That's that's the game of the game, eh? Uh, turnovers and. Uh, if we can, uh, like I know last year, our ratio from defense to offensive turnovers, our defensive turnovers was, was amazing. And if we can rectify, like we rectified it tonight with Emmanuel, and uh, that's if we can keep doing that kind of stuff, getting you know, we're going to come out on top most most weeks. I agree. Who's your player of the game tonight, Darcy? 
Oh, Gable, CJ, yeah. CJ, thirty-two. He was, he was a he was a horse tonight. Yeah, he was a monster. Appreciate the call. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the rest of the uh, Labor Day long weekend. Wow, what a uh, what a comeback tonight! Thirty to seventeen halftime deficit, and the Tie Cats put the boots to the Argos in half number two, forty-nine thirty-six. The final. Hamilton now five and five on the season, alone in second place in the CFL's East Division, and the Argos fall to four and six. Sitting in third in the East, Tie Cats not only win the city season series, but they win the coveted Ballard Cup. Take that, Toronto! As your three or four fans slink back to the big smoke. Rematch goes Sunday at 4.30 at BMO Field. We'll be on the air with the fifth quarter following the game, ah, roughly in and around 7.30 or so. Still to come in the fifth quarter, more of your votes for player of the game. We'll name our fifth quarter fan of the nights when we're off the air just before 11 so keep those calls coming in dave frank alex stay on the line we'll get to you coming up next this is the fifth quarter brought to you by wizens law on am 900 chml hey who's your player of the game nominee following this epic comeback by the tie cats tonight 49 36 hamilton beats toronto on labor day it is nice to hear isn't it three straight victories at tim hortons field for the tie cats over the argos on labor day yeah the Argos have not won a Labor Day Classic at Tim Hortons Field. Argos have also now lost four games in a row. The hits keep on coming. Ticats with a big second half as they rally from a 30-17 to deficit at the break to take this one again 49-36 in front of a record crowd at Tim Hortons Field, 24,512. Not only are... You're going to name your player of the game nominee. We'll collect all the votes. So far, C.J. Gable is the early lead. We'll name our fifth quarter fan of the night when we uh, tap out just before 11 p.m. tonight. So keep those calls coming in at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. Submit your player of the game votes on Twitter as well. Give me your game thoughts at Rick Samprin at AM 900 CHML. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. If you're leaving the ballpark tonight in a traffic jam, give us a call. We want to hear from you. Email from Stephen in Penticton, B.C. Always emails the fifth quarter. We very much appreciate it. Victory, all in caps. Great game, Rick. No one can say our cats will just roll over when behind on anyone. This must have been a great game to be at live. Thought the guys played very well. A few brain burps on special teams, but overall a great team win. I would like to give the player of the game to Zach, but I will give it to C.J. Gable. Sure was nice to see a running game. Only one point behind Ottawa. Here we come. Steven from Penticton, B.C. Back to the phones we go, and Frank is on the line. Good evening, Frank. How you doing, Rick? Good, how are you? Great. After the uh, win today, um, I was really enthused with how the defense shut the Argos down. The coaches made the right adjustments at halftime, it seemed, and uh, they put a lot of pressure on Ricky Ray. And uh, it was good to see uh, a, a you know a good defensive uh, quarter and a half, I guess, to really turn and shut the Argos down. Like when you're down thirty to seventeen at halftime. And you hold them to six points. That's a great effort for the D. Yeah, you know uh, you're doing something right. 
Yeah, and we talked about this uh, the last few weeks. I was talking about the running game, and it was great to see Clark Cable really bust out. Hats off to the O-line for doing the uh, the, uh, the adjustments and uh, blowing the holes open for him. That nice run of 53 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it really shows that a running game is really important because it opened up the offense, as you saw. You saw Fantuz, Owens, uh, Tasker, uh, Tolliver. Everybody was catching the ball because the run game had opened up their defense and uh, they were, you know, put in a position where they didn't know what to expect from our offense, and that was great. Yeah, yeah. Eight, eight different guys caught passes from Zach Caleros today, and that's, uh, that's in large part to the effectiveness of the run game, opening up those pass patterns. Yeah, and uh, as I said, the running game is going to be important as we go down to the end of the season because as the weather changes, we all know the Canadian Football League, it gets cold. And, you know, a running game is important to keep the defense off balance. As long as our offense keeps their defenses, whoever we play, off balance, it's going to be a good sign for the Tiger Cats. Mm -hmm. Great to see a sellout. Great to see the enthusiasm. Keep it up, fans. It was really nice to see. My player of the game, I would have to... uh, go co-players of the game okay. would be Gable and Claris. Sounds good. special mention to Tracy on defense. He played a phenomenal game. Yeah, he was strong uh, too. Uh, did he get hurt seriously? I haven't heard. I haven't heard the severity of his injury. It it, it didn't look too bad, but you, you never know in, in the minutes following a game or even the day after and, and how an injury can develop and, and materialize. But we'll keep tabs on it. Well, keep up with the good work, uh, uh, Rick, and Tiger Cat fans, support your cats because this could be just the beginning uh, as uh, as a good turnaround for the city of Hamilton. And uh, the players on, on the team, we're proud of you. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, make the city of Hamilton proud of you because we'd love to have a great cup. Thanks for the call, Frank. Bye-bye. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. There's room for you on our phone bank here in the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. We're live until 11, so plenty of time for you to call in or chime in on email or Twitter and give me your thoughts on tonight's crazy comeback at Tim Hortons Fields. To Twitter we go, at Rick Samprin. Jimmy writes, my thoughts on this game. This was a game for the ages. We were down but never out. I will remember it forever. Go Ticats. Yeah, it was one of those games where at halftime, as I was mentioning before, man, we're down 30-17. to 17. What's going on here? Can this team come back? We've seen it before from time to time. And it felt like this was... You know, a game that was, you know, fraught with weird special teams penalties, you know, too many men on a field goal try, um, uh, turnovers, obviously, in the first half, Toronto striking hard on those turnovers, 24 points off of Hamilton's four turnovers tonight. And for the longest time, you now I had the sense, and I'm sure Ticats fans had it as well, that maybe, maybe we're not supposed to win this game. Maybe Toronto is supposed to come in here and, and beat Hamilton, but Ticat said, eh, I don't think so. That's not going to happen. Lucy on Twitter as well, amazing win. Simply said and correctly said, it was one of those amazing comebacks tonight in Hamilton.
in western New York. Lisa from Niagara Falls, NY. Hi, Rick, on email. We western New Yorkers love the cats and the fifth quarter. Zach is back, and he looks great. He has great chemistry with his receivers, but us western New Yorkers tear for Luke a bit more, but love Fantuz, Tolliver, and the flying Hawaiian. Go Cats Go. Again, Lisa from Niagara Falls, New York. Lisa, thanks for listening across the border. We appreciate the support. Back to the phones. Dave is on the line. Hey, Dave, how are you? Uh, fantastic. As a Hamiltonian doesn't get any better than this. You got it. Rick, my man, I'm telling you, uh, when they scored that touchdown at halftime, I was going around telling everybody, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, Gable, my player of the game for sure. Cool. Uh, there, there, the only other Labor Day game I think was uh, better was the, uh, if you remember this, Rick, 1981, Edmonton-Hamilton. Both two top place teams. 34 all was the final because of a botched referee, but that's I digress. Wow. Um, this is a, this one ranks up as the ages, and uh, it was a great comeback. Um, let's go and get them next week. Awesome. I am in the car, too, as well. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks for the call, Dave. No problem, Rick. Take care. You, too. Um, I'm kind of surprised in talking about best Labor Day games from the past that someone has not uttered the phrase Earl the Pearl. I know it's coming. I know someone's going to talk about it. How can they not? What a game that was against the Argos. Talk about scoring touchdowns left, right, and center. Earl Winfield did it. On Twitter, Mike writes, What an emotional roller coaster football day in Hamilton was a success all around. Nice to see a run game. Kudos to Gable. And again, C.J. Gable, if you're just jumping in your car following this epic comeback at Tim Hortons Field, C.J. Gable, 12 carries, 135 yards on the ground, including a career-long 53-yard carry, which set up that Brandon Banks touchdown, which made the game 24, or pardon me, 27 to 14 for Toronto. Caleros throws four TDs, 359 yards, 122 of those 359 go into the hands of Luke Tasker, who scored a 39-yard touchdown. Terrence Tolliver, five receptions for 64 yards. Chad Owens, six for 63 in a TD. Fantuz, five for 48. Gable also had three grabs for 28 yards. Brandon Banks, two for 17 in a TD. Matt Coates had a catch for 13 yards. And CO Prime, Carl Olivier, with a catch a four-yard gain for the fullback. Let's go back to the phones, and Alex is calling in once again. Hello, Alex. Hey, hey Rick, how are you? I'm fantastic. How about you? I'm good. Good. Now, I'm not going to talk about Earl Winfield because I don't remember that game. <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't around, but I do know who he is and what a great guy he was. But my favorite Labor Day has to be the first one at Tim Hortons Field. Okay, the 13-12 game. Even though it was a low score, it was our new stadium mm-hmm. and a um, couple new faces that came that were on that team, and and today was one of my favorite too. Um, Two very different games. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wasn't able to watch it, but I was keeping up to date, and I was getting so scared when I when I saw that Toronto grabbed the lead. I was saying to myself, you know, this is the Labor Day Classic. This is our game. It belongs to us, no one else. You can't come into our stadium and think that you're going to win the Labor Day Classic. It's never going to work. It's never going to happen, I ho- I'm hoping. Okay. 
And so as the then, game is progressing, what are, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's 30 to 17 at the half for the bad guys. I was getting really nervous. And then <laughs> when we started to get, um, I think it was Luke Tasker's touchdown. The 39-yarder, um, yeah. Yeah, then I was getting very excited. I'm like, okay, they're going to make a comeback. It is possible because I think they should have a new nickname instead of the Tabbies. It should be the Comeback Cat. <laughs> okay. Because it seems like every game this year has either been a comeback or they've lost by one or two points. Yeah, they could be the Cardiac Cats as well. That too. Yeah. And uh, then I saw that Emmanuel Davis had that interception. Yep. And then I was saying... It was game over. This game is ours. There's no way Toronto's going to come back. Mm-hmm. But the point in the game that made me scared the that got me scared the most was when when uh, Zach got sacked and Luke Tasker could not get the fumble recovery. Oh yeah, went. that was pretty early on too. I was surprised that he didn't recover it because when I saw the replay, it looked like he had it in his hands, but when he rolled over, it just popped out yeah. yeah that football is an oblong object and hard to corral at times well especially when you're under pressure you know if oh, yeah. you don't get it you're gonna have twenty four thousand fans just <laughs> questioning how do you not recover that yeah well and that's probably what they were thinking but uh, good on uh, thomas gordon the argos to scoop it up and score for toronto but it was great to see the cats come back tonight who's your player of the game alex uh, my player of the game is C.J. Gable and okay. Zach Claros, but I just had one more thing to say. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to Darcy tar- talk uh, earlier in, yep. on the fifth quarter and how he was saying that Toronto does not support their football team. And that I totally agree with him. It's not like hockey or basketball where, you know, they rally through the streets. Mm-hmm. For the Argonauts, it's surprising how they never get sold. They just got a new stadium. You would think that now that they're advertising tailgating, that more people would show up. It's You know what? It's sad. It's sad is what it is because here's a team that has, you know, well over 100 years of history in a city, and I, I get it with, you know, it's a Leafs town. The Raptors certainly are you know, uber popular these days. The Blue Jays, obviously, with their success, both on and off the field. I think there's room for sports fans in Toronto to cheer for at least one more team, and that being the Argos. And I'm I'm just, as a CFO fan, I'm troubled by the fact that they don't rally around one of their hometown teams. Well, no, because the city of Toronto is the most known in Canada, so everyone knows where that city is. They have the CFL headquarters in their city. You would think that they'd get a lot of support. But every time, you know, sometimes I do watch Argos home games, and I see a lot of empty seats. Oh, yeah. Which is not right. No. But that's all I have to say, Rick. Excellent. Thanks for the call, Alex. And you know what? The hardest part in this conversation about the Argos and the Toronto sports fan of today is that there's really no easy answer. I think everyone thought the answer is, okay, they're moving out of Rogers Center. They're going to move to BMO Field. Everything's going to be okay. That's not necessarily the case. You can move into the best stadium on the planet. But if the fan base doesn't believe in the product, and I think at, at the end of the day that's what's happening here, they're not going to go support it. And again, it's sad, very sad to see.
Okay, another break. We have Debbie and Carl on the line. Guys, stay on the line. We'll get to you when we come back. More uh, room on the phone bank for you to call in at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email your thoughts on tonight's wild comeback at Tim Hortons Field, uh, rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at AM900CHML. More of the fifth quarter when we come back. This is Hamilton's News Talk Leader. Still plenty of time for you to call in or email or tweet your player of the game vote. We will name our fifth quarter fan of the nights before we wrap up just before 11. What a comeback tonight at Tim Hortons Field where the Ticats trailed 30-17 to at halftime. It was 27-7 to midway through the second quarter the cats roar back in the second half especially in the fourth quarter and win this one 49 36 quick look at the cfl standings in the east division tie cats now sit at five and five they are alone in second spot with 10 points one back of ottawa the red blacks at five four and one the argos now sit at four and six and with a record of 1-5 at BMO Field, the Argos will have to recuperate from their fourth straight loss and host the Cats after crumbling in the second half. They'll have to host Hamilton on Sunday afternoon. Montreal rounding out the pack in the East with a record of 3-7. and seven. Out West, we all know the Calgary Stampeders train continues to chug along. They mauled Edmonton this afternoon, 45 45- 24 to win their Labor Day Classic. They're now 5-0 and at home. So they're 8-1-1 and on the season, a CFL best, 17 points on the year. BC next at 7-3, and followed by Winnipeg at 6-4. and The Bombers have won five straight after they beat Saskatchewan yesterday for their first win on Labor Day or the Labor Day weekend since 4 Edmonton's at 5-5 five and following their loss earlier today. The Riders dead last in the CFL with a record of 1-9. and nine. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email, and Arlene has sent me an email. My player of the game is C.J. Gable. The way the Ticats came out in the first half, I would have to say this was not the best Labor Day Classic. Too many turnovers. Thanks for the email, Arlene. Back to the phones at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. Debbie has called in. Good evening, Debbie. Hi, it was a was an amazing game to be at. I can tell I'm a little hoarse. <laughs> you sound okay. Yeah, Chad Owens played a really well, a really good game. There were several times when the Argos kind of took a cheap shot at him and they tried to kind of goad him into uh, reacting, and he was quite professional and scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He did have the fumble though, but overall, yeah, he had a pretty strong game. Yeah. We'll, we'll overlook that one a little. <laughs> but um, the other thing is interesting is I was talking to some of the Argo fans as they were leaving, and um, I asked them what kind of swag they got, and they don't get a, they don't get the the perks that we do. Like you know, we get a percentage back to spend in the store. You get a percentage off on your birthday. Right. And she says that she takes. The, our stuff home and gives it to their kids to play with. Wow! So I think that I think that might be part of the problem with their marketing department. Okay, good to, good to know. I, I had I had no idea they weren't doing stuff like that. Yeah, that's what she said. Wow! And then I asked her if she wanted to uh, get season tickets, and she said no. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the dark side. That's what I said, and she said no way. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, good for her to, you know, stand on the laurels. Sure, yeah, she gave me a hug, and, and that was it. Nice. Like, Goodbye. You're doing a great job. Hey, Debbie, who's your player of the game tonight? Um, You know what? I like Chad Okay. DJ Gable did really good, too. He did. I'll give them both votes for you. All right. You give them big, big hugs. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Debbie. Bye. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email me your thoughts on tonight's uh, wild comeback at the Donut Box, the Coffee Grounds, Tim Hortons Field, where a record 24,512 fans saw tonight's 49-36 comeback win by the Tiger Cats. Alan on email. Hey, Rick, it's Alan from Whitby. Well, that was a crazy game. I'm glad we won, and now we're at 5-5. Five and five. After that drop by Caleros, we were getting killed out there, but caught up and things got interesting. Next Sunday will be a tough match against Toronto in BMO. I'm glad Adrian Tracy is okay since uh, he ran off the field. Hopefully we can get Johnny Sears back. Any news about Hamilton trying to look into Terrell Singfield again, or is that just a waste of time since we have John Childs? I haven't wrote in a while since I'm moving soon and I've been preparing for that. I won't be Alan from Whitby anymore. I'll be Alan from Niagara starting October 1st. Season tickets next year. Here I come. Great to hear from Alan. Couple of things. Timeline on Johnny Sears, uh, I'm not entirely sure, although I did find out just the other day that Damon Washington is out for the year. Torn ACL, so he's not going to be coming back. Um, as for Terrell Sinkfield Jr., um, not only the signing of John Childs, but you look at the depth at the receiver position with Tasker and Tolliver and Owens, you know, the, the three and even Banks in there, the four American guys. Now you had John Childs as well. You know, you're not going to replace him, um, uh, Sinkfield, with, with Fantuz or Coates or Watt because those guys are Canadians, and then your your Canadian ratio is all over the place. But... Um, uh, I get the sense that Terrell Sinkfield is going to exhaust all his NFL options. Week one just starts this this week, and he'll probably wait a week, maybe even two, to see you know who gets hurt, who's available, uh, who's looking for a receiver, because there are jobs that do open even in the second week of the CFL season following week number one if some guy suffers a season-ending uh, injury. Carl is on the phone. He's been waiting patiently. Carl, thanks for calling the fifth quarter here on AM 900 CHML. Good evening. Hi, Rick. Yes, I have been waiting patiently. I appreciate up here it. Here on the uh, Hamilton Mountain, where it's a beautiful night. Yeah. And uh, I like to say that I I loved the uh, color two or three colors ago. A young person into the CFL. Alex, it's great to hear, eh? Yes, isn't it? Like we need blood. The kids that watch this league and watch the play, and it's a terribly unfortunate what's going on in Toronto. I mean, are you kidding? BMO Field is just a beautiful football stadium for the CFL. Yep. And nobody's going. I know. Now, anyway, Rick, uh, despite everything we talked about tonight, there was one thing I wanted to discuss, and it was late in the third or early in the fourth Mm -hmm. where the Argos threw the football, and the guy clearly caught the ball. (laughs) Yeah. And And on the very next play. did not challenge it. Yeah. Now, I thought that was a huge mistake, and I read the Toronto Sun from Wednesdays just for the CFL, and I'm wondering if they're going to say this week, 
that that was this week's biggest blunder. How do you feel about that? Well, I think it turned out to be a huge blunder uh, for a couple of reasons. One, it was a catch, and uh, that was uh, that was in the fourth quarter. Pardon me, that was yeah, that was in the fourth quarter because on the very next play, did we not score? Emmanuel Davis picked off Ricky Ray and, and took it back for a touchdown. So that yeah. is that's really not only do you take away first down, but now you're given seven points to the other team. That was huge. Huge. It was. I mean, they showed the replay, and and the man clearly caught the football, but yeah. they didn't make anything out of it. Like normally on replays, you know, these days, they replay it all over the place, but they did not this one. Yeah. And Milanovic did not throw the flag and chunk. Hey, not that I'm, I'm complaining, I, but yeah, the Argos no, goofed I'm not up on that. One. Either, yeah, worried about our favor. <laughs> hey, Carl, who's your uh, player of the game tonight? Oh yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence. Simone. Simone. Okay. I love the defensive guys. They burned him a couple of times. Remember that time he hit the guy on the sideline? Yeah. You're not doing it again, buddy. <laughs> no. Simone had five uh, defensive tackles tonight, uh, tied with Larry Dean and Rico Murray for the uh, Ticats lead. I love the D, guys. He's an awesome player. Thanks for listening to me, Rick. Thank you very Talk much for the call. Later. Yeah, have a good one. Simone Lawrence gets a vote for player of the game. Just another solid performance by Simone. And in that second half, that defense just said, all right, Toronto, it's time to play. Dropping the gloves. Updated standings on the player of the game votes. C.J. Gable has the reins right now. Zach Caleros, a close second. And we also have votes for Tasker, Tracy, Owens, and Lawrence. Quick break. When we come back, we'll get to Alan, Jeff, Raymond on the phone. A flood of tweets and emails as well. This is the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Not sure Ticats fans are gnawing at anything other than the fact that they're relishing another victory over the arch-rival Argonauts. 49-36, the final at Tim Hortons Field tonight. The uh, black and gold now 3-0 and against the double blue at Tim Hortons Field on Labor Day. They've also handed Toronto their fourth loss in a row with a rematch coming up this Sunday afternoon at 4.30 at BMO Field in T.O., the Ticats will look to sweep the season series. They already have the season series clinched with tonight's victory and the coveted Ballard Cup. A tweet, uh, I want to say well, a few minutes ago, actually just after 10 o'clock tonight, from Tiger Cats special teams coordinator Jeff Reinbold, whose crew didn't have the best of nights tonight. There was a couple of special teams goofs. We had a block punt. Too many men on the field on an Argos field goal attempt that extended a Toronto drive and ended up being a touchdown. But he tweets, first win in the critical month of September for our football team. Got a lot to clean up and much to improve on. I thought it's a great tweet. Because he understands that it was a big win, but there is still a lot of work to do in terms of, as he says, cleaning things up. Tweet from Chelsea, uh, tweeting at AM900CHML and at Rick Samprin. Fantastic game. Looked scary at the start, but we pulled through. Player of the game, CJ Gable, hashtag Oski Wee. Chris Jarvie on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, POG Tasker. Shout out to all six Argo fans who showed up to support the Argos. And uh, David Irvine on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, writes, Happy Labor Day, Ticat fans. I won five bucks off my wife, who's an Argo fan. Player of the game, Zach. Great crowd at the stadium. And, yeah, record crowd at Tim Hortons Field tonight, 24,512. 
Email from Phil in the Hammer. Hello, Rick. Once again, the comeback Cats spot the opposition a big lead and play catch-up. This time, they were lucky and won the game. You can only go to the well so many times before your luck runs out. Coach Austin has to instill in his players that they must play a complete four quarters of football, not one or two. My player of the game would be Zach Caleros, who hasn't missed a beat since his return. Enjoy the rest of your Labor Day, Rick. Black and gold never gets old. It's that email from Phil in the hammer. Raymond is on the line. Good evening, Raymond. Thanks for calling the fifth quarter. Hey, how are you tonight? Good. How are you? And not too good. I'm going to be honest. I'm an Argos fan. Uh, I currently live in Hamilton. We just moved here from the Toronto area. It's okay um, that you're an Argos fan. We need I more of give, you. I got to give it to you. The guys beat us tonight. Um, there are a lot of takeaways from both teams. But um, the high catch, I knew they would win. Um, they always show up in the third quarter, it seems. It doesn't matter what happens in the first two quarters. Yeah, it has been a tale of two halves in many games for the Ticats this season. Raymond, who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, he's a far, former Argo, so i got to go with Pat Owens this time. <laughs> Good pick. Thanks for the call, Raymond. Thank you. Bye. Enjoy your uh, ride back to uh, home base here in Hamilton, an Argos fan. Uh, always nice to hear from the opposition as well. It's okay that your team has lost four in a row. It's not okay that no one's showing up at BMO Field. we got to correct that. But it's nice to hear Argos fans or fans from other teams call in and say, hey, good game. Manny on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, second half, TSN turning point for our season. Here we go. Clean up the mistakes, boys, and we're tough to beat. Oski Wiwi, Zach M.O.P. Yeah, Zach Caleros has really picked up where he left off. We were talking about that a few weeks ago, whether he would be able to do that. And lo and behold, he, he has done it. It's unreal. Mike Chase on Twitter. What a win. A Labor Day classic. This team is on the rise. Zach is back. Gray Cup, here we come. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Joe on email. Hey, Rick. Wow, what a game. I'm not going to lie. Like most Ticats fans today, I had them written off. But what a great comeback in the second half. That was the loudest I've ever heard that stadium before, and it's nice to see. I really wanted to call in, but I've lost my voice at the game. So email it is. Uh, good for Owens for putting a stamp on the game and getting that touchdown to put us in the lead. I'm having a hard time picking a player of the game, so I'm going to give you two. First off will be Chad Owens. The second has got to be Gable for getting the run back uh, in the game today. Oski Wiwi, let's do this again Sunday. That email from Joe. Allen has called into the fifth quarter. Good evening, Allen. Good evening, Rick. I'm a real veteran. This is my 48th anniversary of going to all of the Ticat teams, or most of the Ticat teams. I'm, a, I'm living in Toronto, but I've been a Ticat fan ever since the days of uh, Angelo Mosca. I saw Angelo Mosca last year, as a matter of fact. We had a nice sit night. We, uh, we brought back a lot of fond memories. And uh, I was at the, the 72 Great Cup game and the 96 Great Cup game. We're, we're coming up to the 20th anniversary of that game. Yeah. Play, played a near impossible playing conditions. And, uh, every time I go there, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Their, their chances look grim tonight. And uh, I'm glad they regrouped their forces. And uh, 
I guess I'm going to give the uh, the player of the game to uh, to Kalaris because uh, any time a quarterback throws a, for 300 yards or more, 300 yards is the benchmark as far as I'm concerned. Any time a quarterback throws for 300 yards or more, he played a standout game, and uh, it, it was fantastic. I am sad that uh, Toronto is not drawn better than they were. Mm-hmm. I thought they were. I was at the game on Wednesday, as a matter of fact, and they, they had the, the glass was half full, and uh, it was a um, it, it was uh, a defensive struggle. I like slugfests like like they are tonight. I like high scoring games. Yeah. Oh, well, who doesn't? Yeah. I, I was greatly entertained tonight, and uh, I, I, I'm Aussie Wee Wee. <laughs> hey, Alan, you, you've seen a lot of Labor Days in your day. How would you rate this one? One of the best ever? Is it up there? Maybe top five, top three? It's, uh, I would say top three. The 72 great cup when Ian Hunter kicked the field goal with no time left on the clock against Ottawa. That was, uh, that was my favorite memory. It was a 43-yard field goal, and uh, they had the Chuck Ely pick up the ball at, uh, with about 30 seconds to go at his own 15-yard line. He threw three complete passes. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite memory. Yeah, Mos- was, Mosca's last game. Yeah, there's a lot of great storylines there. Yeah, this is probably the third or fourth anyway. Excellent. Alan, I appreciate the call, and uh, keep watching, keep calling, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Yeah, thank you very much for taking my call. Have a good one. Alan, longtime Ticats fans. Great to hear from the young guys like Alex and the old vets like Alan. Call in on the fifth quarter. Tweet from IT Dave at Rick Samprin. Gable is player of the game, hands down. A bit of a Twitter battle going on between Sweezy and Chelsea. Sweezy chimes in, cut this kid off. I think he was referring to Alex. No one wants to hear him ramble incoherently for an hour. I think he was pretty good, unless he's talking about me. <laughs> Chelsea storms back by saying, I love this kid. Hashtag WTG Alex. Love listening to your call. Nick with a two-parter on Twitter. What an exciting game tonight. Was hoping for a close game as opposed to a blowout, so this was exciting. Player of the game, C.J. Gable, great game. Hashtag fifth quarter. That was a fantastic game. 49-36, and you can get that many points lighting up the scoreboard. How can it not be a great game? And the right team won as well. Back to the phones we go. Jeff has called into the fifth quarter. Hello, Jeff. Rick, I'm really... uh disappointed to hear that um, uh, BMO Field is not uh, doing anything for, uh, for the uh, Toronto Argonauts. Yeah, it's 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 very sad to hear. Surprising, yeah. too. Uh, why? What, what, what's the uh, surprise? Just not well attended? Well, I think the surprise is that, well, there's, there's many surprises. A, I was, you know, fairly confident that moving to a new facility – Having a re-energized fan base, whether they have tailgating or not, that's not the be-all and end-all. But I think just getting out of the Dome, having better nights uh, throughout the season schedule-wise, even though they have played some midweek games, um, I just thought the whole move would kind of spur more people to check them out. And they did the first game, but other than that, it's been a real letdown. Mm. I have a couple of, uh, a couple of guys I want to uh, want to check up on. Uh, the uh, the fellow that uh, Lefevre, Dan Lefevre, Dan Lefevre, who's now a Toronto Argonaut, yeah. What, did he uh, did he leave 
uh, go to Toronto as a free agent, or what happened? Was he was he traded, or what happened to him? So he was, as as we all know, he was a Tiger Cat, a Tiger Cat starting quarterback for a while, That's but right. uh, he suffered that uh, ACL injury. Remember when they were playing games in Guelph? Um, and uh, you know what? No, actually, he was hurt at McMaster. This was before Tim Hortons Field had opened. Mm. Uh, suffered that knee injury. Uh, the Ticats ultimately did not re-sign him in the offseason. So he went to, after rehabbing, he went to Montreal, got hurt again. And this offseason was looking at his NFL options. Nothing really materialized in terms of, you know, a contract that could keep him down there. So he came back to the CFL as a free agent, and the Argos uh, signed him up uh, uh, several weeks ago, I guess now. Uh-huh. I, I've been a, I've been a fan for uh, uh, well, uh, he's been he's been uh, was only one year with us with the Tire Cats, wasn't he? Lefevre? Yeah, he, had, he had, no, he would have been at least long. at least three. Okay, well, I only heard him heard his name once uh, once tonight. Uh, two questions on uh, uh, I think the or or my second question was uh, what happened. After uh, Mazzoli uh, backs up uh, uh, the first first screen quarterback, what happens now to Matt uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Matthews? Where does Jeff Matthews stand in terms of the depth chart? Yeah, you mean where, well, where, where does he where does he stand? So he's number three right now. Obviously, Mazzoli's number two. He comes in for short yardage situations, and if knock on wood, Caleros gets hurt again. <laughs> Masoli would be the number two, or would be the starter, and, and Matthews would be the number two guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, my uh, my I have two uh, picks for tonight. And for I'll, a player of the game? Okay. I'll bet you haven't heard uh, uh, Emmanuel Davis uh, mentioned as a as a player of the game. We have not, but that's a great pick. <laughs> and my other pick, C.J. Gable. Oh. What a night, eh? I was so delighted. It was incredible. And it, and when uh, Hamilton started playing football for the last thirty seconds, last thirty minutes of the game, we're like, "Huh? Where, where have they been for the first 30? Yeah. Well, hey, they made it exciting, which was you know ultimately why why we pay to go to the games and why we watch them on TV and, and all that stuff. So I think everyone got their money's worth tonight. You bet. Thanks, Rick. Hey, thanks for the call, Jeff. Have a good night. You too. Yeah, what a way to cap the Labor Day weekend with a game like that. Plenty more emails, tweets, and even some more calls. Brad, stay on the line. Room for you to call in if you're still stuck in traffic after the game, although yeah, probably not, but hey, who knows? There might be a crazy jam somewhere. 905 645 3221 star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com on Twitter at am900chml at Rick Samprin. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. More of the fifth quarter when we come back here on am900chml. Hamilton 49, Toronto 36 tonight. Ticats now 5 and 5. They clinch the season series and win the Ballard Cup. 
once again after beating Toronto. They've now beaten them twice this season, looking to make it a hat-trick on Sunday when they visit BMO Field in the Big Smoke. It's a 4.30 p.m. start time. Fifth quarter will be on, of course, after the game in and around 7.30. Who's your player of the game tonight? What a remarkable comeback by the Cats. Plenty of guys to choose from for player of the game, although dominating the voting right now, C.J. Gable and Zach Caleros. You can get in your votes in a couple of ways. You can email rick at 900chml.com. We'll get to a couple emails in a minute or two. You can tweet your vote and your thoughts in the game at Rick Samprin at am900chml. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Or, uh, hey, call us up, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Mike on Twitter, what a comeback. The D stepped up late. CJ, player of the game for sure. The comeback cats are rolling to the cup. Bruce Inch just got home. Awesome game, at least the second half. But we are a second half team. But we are tied for first place. Well, not not tied as of yet. One point back. Uh, Bruce goes on to write, player of the game. I never thought I'd say this. Chad Owens. Chad Owens, apart from the fumble, was solid tonight for the Hamilton Tiger Cats once again. Juanita, again on Twitter, love my Tiger Cats, but O-line and special teams need some work for sure. No more digging out. And that goes against an email that I received from John, who says, hey, everyone picking Gable or Caleros, both were great. They were great because of the outstanding play of the offensive line. My player of the game, I'd like the offensive line. I think the O-line has had maybe, this this might be the second player of the game vote for the O-line this season. I think they were much better tonight than in past games. When you can have your running back rumble for 135 yards and in large part protect your quarterback for most of the game, I think the Argos only had two sacks, although... Calaris was pressured from time to time. But if you can have your running back rumble for 135 and your quarterback upright and throwing for 359 and four TDs, that O-line's doing something right. Let's go back to the phones, and Brad is on the line. Hey, Brad, how are you? Good evening, Mr. Zeppelin. How are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah, better this week. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's for sure. Oh, you know, I got called in to make the point. You know, we really, between Toronto and Hamilton, have to make a bigger deal of the Ballard Cup. Yeah, it's kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit. It has. You know, I mean, they were there last year at the, the Labor Day game. They actually brought it out and displayed it after the game. But, they, you know, they need to, you know, advertise it, put it in some, you know, pictures and, and the, the videos that they do. I mean, that's what we're playing for. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's what Labor Day is all about. You know what, and and more often than not, stories about the Ballard Cup leading up to, you know, these kinds of, you know, series clinching games, more often than not, it's the stories about what is the Ballard Cup. I think most people, at least in this city, know what it is if you're a football fan. Well, you have to. I mean, you know, if you grew up in the 70s and you watched Ticap football, you knew who Harold Ballard was. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, you didn't want to pay for the Cats, right? The Cats just... <laughs> The cats were the right off for the lease, right? That's right. That's right. You know? But the, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was the officiating today. Okay. Again, sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. Mm-hmm. You know, they. You know, at least the only time uh, was they uh, did the pass interference against Toronto, and they didn't call it. They at least 
didn't call it when it was against Hamilton. Yeah, but that was the only consistency we had all night. Yeah, still there were a few times where I'm, I mean, us in the press box, we're we're just scratching our heads, thinking, what, what, yeah, what? Well, well, you weren't the only ones. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, we're, I know. We're over in one sixteen and and you know row fourteen there, and we're going, what the heck was that? Yeah, yeah. You know, there should have been a call several times, but you know. I, and I think all we want, and uh, I'm I'm fairly certain the players want the same thing. We just want consistency. If you're going to call it yeah. this way, just call it all the time, or don't call it at all. That's it. That's you know that that's like going going to Tim Hortons and buying a double double and, and getting teeth. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, don't know what you don't want. You don't know what's going to happen from one play to the next. That's it. You know, but I don't know. What are you going to do? It's if that's up to the CFL to clean that up. Mm-hmm. We as an individual team can't clean it up. Uh, all we can do is just, you know, watch our P's and Q's and clean up uh, the mental layers. That's right. That's right. Who's your uh, player of the game tonight? Uh, I wanted to go with Emmanuel Davis. Man, that kid took some hits today and that uh, pick six. Uh, yeah. Pretty darn right. good player, I'll tell you that. Brad, oh, thanks yeah. for the call. He's, he's great to have. Anyway, all right, Rick, we'll talk to you next week. You uh, got it. That's another victory out of BMO there. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> thanks, Brad. Right, bye. See ya. <laughs> uh, tweet from Anthony. What a game from the early downs to the ups. Best game of the year. Gable is my player of the game. C.J. Gable leading the player of the game voting tally as we speak. He has 13 votes. Caleros in second with seven. I think with uh, just over 20 minutes to play here in the fifth quarter, C.J. Gable might be the runaway winner for player of the game. Uh, Scott on Twitter, at Rick Samprin. Sorry, Rick, I left at half with a stomach virus. Oh, no. Watch the game at home. Player of the game, C.J. Gable. Hashtag fifth quarter. Man, oh, man, Scott. 30-17, to 17, the Argos lead at halftime. I, th- I think the Argos gave you the stomach virus. And having to watch the game on TV, and I know you, st- you were still there watching, cheering, jumping up and down, I'm sure, hopefully with the stomach virus, being forced to leave the stadium and then have an epic comeback in the second half. Man, I feel for you. Majorly on Twitter, at Rick Samprin. Finally nailed it. Player of the game, Ticats coaches. Wow. At no point on that sideline did the team look dejected. They fully expected to win that game. That's a pretty good point. Pretty good point. Greg on Twitter as well. Just got back from the game. Wow, we did the Oski Wee Wee chant on the HSR shuttle bus back to downtown Hamilton. Go Cats. That's great to hear. CW's on the phone here in the fifth quarter. Hey, CW, thanks for calling. Uh, hey, Rick, how's it going? I'm pretty good. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> Just doing awesome, man. Man, I love listening to your show. Um, I wanted to t- touch on the fact that uh, the special teams that didn't take any big penalties tonight, you know how there's been a thorn on our side for a while? Yeah, but that one too many men on the Argos field goal try extended Toronto's drive, and they scored a touchdown on that drive. I think that was a big no-no. And you had the block punt as well. I know it's not a penalty, but they got to sharpen things up on special teams. And we haven't well, said that at all over the last you know, three, four years. Well, we did pretty good uh, as compared to what, what when we played Calgary, 125 yards and penalties. Oh, penalty-wise, yeah, the Ticats were way better tonight. Uh, Hamilton committed seven penalties for 65 yards. Toronto okay, had much, nine for 86. Much better. Much better. Much better. 
Better than McMaster today. That's 17 penalties for 189 yards, and they still win the ball game going yeah. away. They collaborative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. who's your who's your player of the game tonight? Oh yeah, Simone. Simone Lawrence. All right. Yeah, man. Can't go wrong with Simone. Talk to you, bud. Thanks for the call, CW. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Now, that, that Twitter battle between Chelsea and Sweezy continues over Alex, who I think is a fantastic fifth-quarter fan and Ticats fan. Uh, Chelsea swinging back at Sweezy. This kid probably knows more than you do about football and isn't scared to call in. I love it. Love hearing the youngsters here in Hamilton and uh, – around the world calling in on the fifth quarter and giving us his or her thoughts on tonight's ball game. It's got a lot of retweets as well. Email from Randy. Hi, Rick. Big Tiger Cat win and comeback. The cats were animals. I'm a... I'm a... <laughs> he writes, I'm a horse from yelling. I don't mean to make fun, Randy, but it's just fun reading it. I'm a horse from yelling. I'm horse from yelling is what I think you want to say. What a huge comeback. Could be a record breaker. My player of the game, C.J. Gable. Special mention, Luke Tasker. Officials, a rough team in the first half with strange calls. Great play in the second half by the Cats D. Nice flyover by the B25 and the Lancaster. Yeah, that was pretty cool, a double flyover. Uh, Even the Bugs flying over were excited. Mac Marauders, a hit and a big win. Two Hamilton wins. Two Toronto teams lose. Fantastic. We will go into Toronto next week and win again. A nice Labor Day. A new season begins after Labor Day. The fifth quarter rules. Oski, wee wee, good night, Rick. That email again from Randy, another rabid Tiger Cats fan. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can call in to vote for your player of the game. Give me your thoughts on this epic Ticats comeback win, 49-36 over the arch-rival Toronto Argonauts tonight. What a fantastic second half it was. And a raucous, record-breaking crowd of 24,512 was there to witness it. When we come back, we'll go through the stats, tally up some of the votes, we'll crown our player of the game, and we will name our fifth quarter fan of the night and replay his or her phone call or read a sensational email or tweet. That coming up next here on the fifth quarter, brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here, Lisa Pulaski on the other side of the glass. It is the fifth quarter, brought to you by Wizens Law on Hamilton's News Talk Leader, AM 900 CHML. We're going to wrap up in uh, just under 15 minutes' time following this wild comeback at Tim Hortons Fields, where the Tiger Cats roared back from a 30-17 to deficit at the half to beat those arch-rival Argonauts 49-36 in front of a record-breaking crowd of 24,000 512 fans all around a fantastic night for Ticats fans in uh, Hamilton and all over this planet. Uh, Email, or pardon me, a tweet from Michael at Rick Samprin. CJ Gable is uh, best player on this team after Zach. Wish Austin would let him show it more. Gable, player of the game. Hashtag fifth quarter. I think finally Ticats fans saw the C.J. Gable that we know and love, and we, I think, really felt good that 
not only were the Ticats running the ball early in the game, but running it effectively and continuing to go with it. You know, 12 carries for C.J. Gable, uh, I think is a season high, and certainly 135 yards on the ground is a season high. In a career-best 53-yard carry, that set up Brandon Banks' touchdown with 2.28 to go in the first half that made it 27-14. Gable was a force tonight, as was Zach Caleros, 28 of 35, 359 yards, four TDs, one interception. Christina on Twitter at AM900CHML tweets from Ottawa, and I witnessed another Labor Day Classic in Steeltown. Thanks, Hamilton, for the show tonight. C.J. Gable, her vote for player of the game. You can't go wrong voting for Gable tonight. Back to the phones. Ken is on the line. Hello, Ken. Oh, hello. Uh, hello there, Rick. Uh, I usually email on uh, away games, but... Uh... Phone game. I just got home and uh, wanted to call in. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad you called. What's up? Yeah, right on. Hey, um, I just wanted to say um, I, I just tuned in, but I didn't hear anybody blasting um, Caleros for missing Ryan Bauman wide open in the end zone. <laughs> no one's brought <laughs> that up. He let him. He let him by about 40 yards. I think he thought he had four, like four four speed there. <laughs> he really just. He could have just tossed it underhand to him. He would have. He would have got the touchdown. Yeah, very true. Very true. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that was a lot of fun. It was. It was really nice to see CJ have a breakout game like that tonight. I mean, I haven't seen him run like that since the Guelph days. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was. It was nice to see the running game for sure. But uh, yeah, the one thing I guess they have to work on is. Um, why we're pulling the, the comeback kid kick all the time, I guess. I mean, there's only so much you can do with that before it starts shooting you in the foot, eh? So, well, and I mean, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, another fan brought that up, too, is that, you know, it's it's great to see all these comebacks. It's very exciting as fans, but there's going to be a time where they're not going to be able to come back, and let's hope it's not in, you know, a playoff game or, or in the Grey Cup. Yeah, for sure. I hear you. But, I mean, you know, a win's a win. We'll, uh, we'll take it. It yes. was awesome. It was a nice atmosphere. And uh, my player of the game, I usually don't go with the, with the, with the pick that everybody else says, but i, I got to give it to Gable tonight. It's not a bad choice at all. Ken, thanks for the call. Enjoy yeah. the rest of the Labor Day weekend. Thanks, bye. What's left of it? There's an hour and ten minutes to go on it. <laughs> it was an all-around great game uh, by C.J. Gable tonight, by Zach Caleros. Certainly the first half. Uh, left many fans wondering what in the world's going on with this team. How is Toronto beating us at one point, twenty-seven to seven? And credit the Argos. I mean, they were forcing turnovers four in that first half, and they scored twenty-four points off those turnovers. But then again, you take those points off turnovers off the board, and this game is a whitewash. It's an absolute destruction. So maybe the Ticats went into the ballgame thinking, you know what, we got to make this Labor Day Classic a classic. got to make it exciting for our fans. Let's give Toronto an early lead here, and then we'll just come back like we usually do. I know they don't say that. They never do. Want to put the pedal to the metal right off the skip. But a great comeback tonight, 49-36 in favor of the Cats. Some quick stats. I mentioned Zach's stats, Gable's as well. Um and I mentioned some of the receiver stats, uh, headlined by Luke Tasker's five receptions for 122 yards and a TD. Emmanuel Davis getting a couple of nods for player of the game. And yeah, he was strong. Two defensive tackles and that interception return for a touchdown. Sacks tonight by Michael Atkinson, uh, Ted Laurent, and uh, John Chick had one 
as well. Uh, Adrian Tracy with a few QB hurries. Uh, Simone Lawrence solid as always. A good all-around effort by the defense, especially in the second half tonight. Brett Maher was two for two on his uh, field goal tries tonight. One just before the first half ended from 31 yards out in the end of the game with a 39-yarder. And uh, as far as Toronto is concerned, Ricky Ray threw for 386 yards tonight, three TDs, two interceptions. Brandon Whitaker had eight carries for 50 yards. Uh, Deontay Spencer had a great game receiving the football for Toronto. Eight catches, 132 yards. Kenny Shaw had five receptions for 90. Torrey Gurley was unbelievable tonight. Eight catches for 86 yards and two fantastic touchdowns. Whitaker had six receptions for 39 yards and a TD. And Liram Hiralahu, three for three on field goals. He connected from 42 30 and 38 yards. And defensively for Toronto, Joe Rankin, seven defensive tackles tonight. Josh Mitchell, Mitchell had five. And uh, Sean Lemon, who's a force on that D line, three defensive tackles and a sack. Thomas Gordon, the only other sack for Toronto. And that was when he sacked Caleros, forced him to fumble, picked up the hot potato, and rumbled in from 57 yards to give Toronto an early 10 7 lead uh, in the first quarter. But uh, we all know how this game ended. A big comeback by Hamilton, 49-36. to All right, our fifth quarter player of the game is voted by you, the fans, C.J. Gable. What a game tonight for the Ticats starting running back. 12 carries, 135 rushing yards, a career-best 53-yard gain, setting up a touchdown at Caleros to Banks. And uh, he also had a couple of grabs, three receptions, in fact, for 28 yards. Player of the game tonight, C.J. Gable. Our fifth quarter fan of the night. He's a regular caller and gets the nod tonight. Fifth quarter fan of the night tonight is Darcy. Darcy's on the line. Darcy, good evening. Holy Mackinac, what a game, Rick. Oh, yeah. Oski Wee Wee, man alive. Yeah, yeah. I just... Uh, I... I have to say, after review, we win. <laughs> I'm just talking to CFL officials there. Every play that's reviewed, I'm just, when uh, Sermon's there on the girly one, like, it's like. Oh, uh, man. There was a few like, tonight. Like, can't cut this crap out of the game, seriously. Oh, it's 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 mind-boggling. Yeah, it's like, uh, you're just like, anyway, uh, I got a little bit of a saying. I don't know if we, I'd make a sign man like the sign man in the flat Philadelphia used to do. I'd say, Gable to the stable. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't get to the end zone tonight, but uh, certainly yeah, he was a force. He was a rock tonight. Uh, it's great to see uh, that running game. And you can really utilize that against the Argos because they run a three. Stubler runs a three-man front basically the whole game. So you, uh, they just um, go me into the run. So uh, I think we could do that next week too. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the rematch is Sunday. I mean, the Argos play, what, last Wednesday it was. Then they play again on Labor Day, and now they have to turn around and play Sunday again after this Ticats defense beat them up in the second half. Yeah, uh, I'm going to that game, and I think uh, nice. judging by the BMO field, uh, I think it's going to be a sea of yellow because uh, they don't support their team, and uh, we'll head down there to down the road, and uh, we'll, we'll fill that stadium up. Funny you mention that because there was a couple of us in uh, the press box tonight um, looking at the crowd, and again, a, a record crowd tonight, at Tim Hortons Field of 24,512. And I was looking for a, a smattering of blue. I didn't see many at all, unless they were wearing white. 
yeah, I, I, Toronto, Toronto uh, football is a whole different, uh, whole different story. That that city is uh, bizarre. If that BMO field doesn't work, then nothing's gonna work there. I I, I don't really care. But uh, Hamilton is always, you know, we have a solid rock, solid foundation here. Uh, we support our team through, through thick and thin. Yeah, and it, you know, it's got me a little worried about you know the Argos' future. And I know we've been tossing that around for several years now. And this is not just a new phenomenon. Um, if if that new stadium doesn't work, or if they don't get the scheduling figured out, or whatever the issue is, yeah, um, I, I'm fearful. What what would happen? Yeah, well, that's that's the uh, the last hurrah for them. Like they got, uh, I don't know what, what much you could do for their situation. But uh, with regards to turnovers tonight, uh, yeah, man, alive. Holy man, a lot of turnovers, and uh, finally we got some. That's, that's the game of the game, eh? Uh, turnovers, and uh, if we can, uh, like I know last year, our ratio from defense to offensive turnovers, our defensive turnovers was, was amazing, and if we can rectify, like we rectified it tonight with Emmanuel, and uh, that's if we can keep doing that kind of stuff, getting you know, we're going to come out on top most most weeks. I agree. Who's your player of the game tonight, Darcy? Oh, Gable, CJ, yeah. CJ, thirty-two. He was, he was a, he was a horse tonight. Yeah, he was a monster. Appreciate the call. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the rest of the uh, Labor Day long weekend. Darcy, our fifth quarter fan of the night. Uh, thanks to all our callers, emailers, tweeters. Great to see and hear from Ticats fans, and not only in this city but uh, around uh, this neck of the woods. Even uh, hearing from fans uh, in BC tonight. Uh, Western New York, uh, big Luke Tasker fans, no doubt about that. Uh, all celebrating a 49-36 Ticats victory tonight. Hamilton now 5-5 five and five on the season, dropping Toronto to 4-6. and six. The rematch this Sunday afternoon at 4.30. We'll be on the air following the game uh, around 7.30 or so. Be sure to check us out once again here on the fifth quarter. For Lisa Pileski, my name's Rick Samprin. Thanks for tuning in to the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Ticats game on AM 900 CHML.